Welcome to Christ Exalted Ministries with Pastor David Ramaya. Our mandate is to bring you truth that bless, which will teach you your status in Christ Jesus. In time, you will learn your position, power, and authority in the Kingdom of God. For more information, please visit davidramaya.com. Here is Pastor David with today's message. God bless you as you listen and learn. Praise you, Lord God. Let us pray. Abba Father, in the mighty name Jesus Christ, we surrender all to you. We give you thanks, we give you praise, we bless you, we honor you. Abba Father, now Lord, we have come to this place in our, in our service today, our time together today in your house. Lord, your gathering place, oh Father, Lord, and, and we are ready to receive from you that word you have placed upon my heart. We're ready, oh God. Father, Lord, let our eyes see, cause our eyes to see. Let our ears hear, cause our ears to hear. And let our hearts receive, cause our hearts to receive. Your word, O oh God, today in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ, covering us. We thank you for your glory resting upon us. And Father, we ask in Jesus' name that now as I stand here and I open my mouth, fill my mouth, speak to us, I pray, in the name of Jesus Christ, that when we leave this place, God, your word would remain in our hearts, our minds, our souls. We will be thinking about it. We'll be talking about it. Talking, oh God, even if we're talking to ourselves. Father God, mostly talking to you. Lord in the name of Jesus Christ, we appreciate and bless you. Speak to us now, we pray in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Turn your Bible, please, to John chapter 5. John chapter 5. And what you're going to find today is that what I'm going to share with you flows from the very theme that already began this morning as we worship the Lord. And, um, hallelujah. So, John chapter 5, and we are going to read from verse 1 to about verse 16. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. John chapter 5, reading from verse 1 through 16. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first, after the stirring of the water, was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity thirty-eight years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? And so, Jesus comes to this pool, knowing that this man is lying there, been there for 38 years, and Jesus asked him a question. If Jesus asked you a question, what do you believe 
that he's asking you that question for? Why would Jesus ask you a question? If he asked you something, why would he ask you, do you believe? Do you believe that if Jesus asked you a question, he has the answer to that question? He does. If he asks you a question, then he has some big, great, awesome reason for asking you that question. He asks you a question because he wants to do something for you. He wanted to do something for this man. Do you want to be made well? What did he want to do for this man? He wanted to make this man well. Again, we go back to what I shared a little earlier. It is so important how you perceive a thing, how you hear a thing, how you see it. Now, this man hear this question from Jesus, do you want to be made well? What is his answer? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I'm coming, another steps down before me. What is he saying? He's making every excuse in the book for his condition, for his place in life, for him lying there for 38 years and not being made well. Not recognizing the question, the one who is standing before him, the one who is ready to make him well, to do for him what he can't do for himself, to throw him into the pool if necessary, when he makes excuses. When somebody when, when the water is stirred up, when the Spirit of God is moving, I can't move. When it's happening, it's not happening for me because I I, I can't make it happen. I can't do what it needs to what I need to do to make it happen. When the angel stirs the water, they beat me to it, man. They jump in. I'm still lying there. How often don't we do that ourselves? And this is the point. That when the, whole, that, that when the Holy Spirit is moving, when the Holy Spirit is speaking, when the Holy Spirit is touching, when the power of God is present, when His presence is all around us, well, I don't know if He wants to do that for me. I don't know if... If, if, if God thinks I'm worthy, I don't know if I'm ready yet. I don't know. I, I, I can't. I won't. Uh, how and why and where and all the questions. And simply, what did this man have to do? Yes. Yes. And yes a thousand times. You don't have to ask me again. Oh, yes. <laughs> We miss it so often in saying, yes, Lord. Yes, you don't have to ask me again. Just do it, Lord. But we look at the circumstances. I don't like using the word circumstance because I believe God ordains everything, permits everything, allows everything. Therefore, it's not a circumstance. It's not by chance. We are where we are because God allows us to be there. He knew we would be there beforehand. Amen. And so, to me, there's no such thing as circumstance. I hardly use that word. It just popped out. It's a situation. 
we look at the situation, we look at the problem, we look at the obstacles, we look at the devil, we look at all the things that have happened to us, we look at the temptations, we look at the tricks and all the rest, and we don't hear the question, what do you want me to do for you? Do you want to be made well? Do you want to see? Do you want to be healed? Do you want that job? Do you want to get into business? Do you want a new home? Do you, what do you want? Do you want strength? Do you want to be empowered? Do you want the power of the Holy Ghost? Do you want the presence of the Lord? Do you want to be baptized in the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues? What do you want me to do for you? We miss those questions. We miss the Lord because our minds are so filled and so 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 enveloped as it were, blanket covered with all these other things that we can't hear the question. We can't hear the Lord says, I'm standing here. I just want to do it for you. I just want to get involved. Would you let me in? I'm knocking on the door. Do you want to be made well? Do you want this cha situation changed? Do you want things to be better? Let me in. Let me in. Let me in. That one question. Do you want to be made well? And the man told Jesus the whole situation. The entire thing. In that one verse, in all that he said, that man described his whole life. I've been lying here, you know, man. I've been here, I've been waiting. I, I, I am tired, I'm weary, I'm weak, I've gotten worse. I can't jump in, you know. When is it going to happen for me? When is it going to happen? When are you going to come through for me? Well, he's standing here right now and he says, Do you want to be made well? Do you, do you want your life changed? Do you want things better? Do you want me to operate? Do you want me to work? Do you want me to act? And that's what the answer must be. Yes, Lord, yes. Do it now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed, and walk. Oh, how sweet He is. Sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. <laughs> what a wonder you are. Do you realize Jesus ignored everything the man said? Jesus ignored everything He said. Everything. Oh, I mean, I've been here for 38 years. I've been sick, I'm tired, I'm weary, I'm hurting, I can't jump into that pool. They, they beat me to it. All these people, they get there before me. I have to wait and wait, and every time I wait for this, the next time I'm waiting, and I, you know, I'm tired, and then, then the angel comes and he stirs up the water, and then I try, and then it doesn't happen for me, and somebody else, it always happens for other people. How come it happens for other people? It's never happening for me. And, and, and Jesus ignored it all. Praise Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Jesus says, rise up and be made well. Rise up. One word from Jesus will change your life forever. He ignored everything that man. And I thank God. I thank God that God goes past our witnesses. Sorrows, pain, fatigue, stress, questions, doubts, fears, unbelief sometimes. You know, 
the little phrase, but God. But God. That's a but God. That was a but God. God stepping in. And regardless of, of what the man said and how he's been and how it's, uh, what's been done and what's not been done, Jesus operated. Hallelujah. Take up your bed and walk. Immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. And that day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said to him who was cured, It is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry your bed. He answered them, He who made me well said to me, Take up your bed and walk. Okay. He's a changed man. The attitude has changed. Listen, the difference maker stepped in and made it different. These people came to him and says, Look, put your bed down. It's the Sabbath. You're not supposed to work. You're not supposed to labor on the Sabbath day. Leave that. Put that aside. He said to him, he says, look, I mean, who would you listen to? The guy that just healed you? Are you going to listen to the priests or the Sadducees or the Pharisees or all those who see, you know, and do what they're telling you to do or the one that just made you well and says, take your bed and go home. Oh, glory, after 38 years, I'd run. <laughs> I would just pick up that bed and walk. I would run home or carry it on my shoulder following Jesus. I'm not ready to go home. I want to stay with the master. Amen. He just made me well after 38 years. Amen. Praise God. He who made me well said to me to take up my bed and walk. Then they asked him, who is the man who said to you, take up your bed and walk? And I want you to keep that in mind. I want you to pay attention to that question. Who is the man? Thank you for listening to today's message. I am sure you were blessed. To learn more about Pastor Ramaya's books, his teachings, and our broadcasts, please go to davidramaya.com. If you're in the Toronto, Canada area, you may visit us at the church. All the information is on the website. Until next time, God bless you.